they're going shopping as if they're, you know, going grocery shopping when you're hungry and you come home with like aisle four, right? Where it's Mm -hmm. like, there's no plan. It's just like what felt good at the time or what looked good on someone else or like in a grocery store, oh, this looks good right now because like my stomach's grumbling. Before I get into this interview with Julie, I want to tell you two things. One, if you are liking the Become a Media Maven podcast, then please tell your friends about it. Share it with them. Maybe share them a favorite episode. If you want to listen to a certain episode about a certain topic, find me on Instagram and ask me. I've probably done something on it. I'm at Christina all day, and I'm happy to chat with you there. And then also, I am getting ready to launch my very first pitch publicity profit program. This is going to be a live three-day event. I'm super duper excited about it. This is very different from anything that I've done before under the Pitch Publicity Profit umbrella. I used to have a free three-day course, but this is like so much more intense. You get so much more just in the terms of like resources, but you also get so much more in the terms of what I am teaching and what I am delivering and the access to me. Because it is live, it is over three days. So if you want to learn more about that, it's going to be happening in just a couple of weeks. If you are listening to this live on August 16th, then check out pitchpublicityprofit.com. I will link to it in the show notes. But now let's get back to Julie. I am so excited for you to listen to this episode with my friend Julie Krause. Julie and I met in a mastermind last year and she is just like the cutest thing ever, the sweetest thing ever, and so fashionable. She's going to talk about the one thing you could do right now to increase confidence. And this is something that I feel like every female should listen to, especially if you work from home like me and you just get into the habit of like being comfy all day, hair in the top knot, no makeup. And it's not necessarily about looking good for other people, but I know that when I get ready – I really do notice a change in the way I feel and my confidence and my energy level even. So Julie's going to talk to us about how we can kind of shift our mindset to feel a little bit better. And then also, that's the the mental part, but the physical part, like actually going into your closet and not only <laughs> fixing your closet in a way where you look better and feel better, but also save money. Like you would think... By having better quality things, you would be spending more money. But with what Julie teaches you, you actually save money and look better and feel better, all of the things. So that's why this episode is super, super fun for me. And I hope you enjoy this chat with my friend, Julie. Julie, I'm so excited you are here on Become a Media Maven. I am so excited to be here. Let's do this. Okay. And for those of you watching on YouTube, you will see I'm in my usual top not ponytail t-shirt situation and Julie is very on brand just looking freaking fabulous are you wearing red for me today like did you do that on purpose well red is actually a color that like any version of red so it could be like a coral or a true red or any type of like hot pink it actually exudes like a feeling of power and authority. So if you want to be seen, that's like why, you know, you hear like, oh, put on some red lipstick, even a red lipstick, it will like attract that sort of those sort of eyes on you. And when you're in a position where, you know, you're, you're talking about something or want to be seen, um, it's a great color. It's a great color to wear as a woman. 
Okay. Love that. So talk to me about how you get like ready all day, every day, like every day. I mean, we know each other because we were in a mastermind together and you showed up with every, for every call with like full, beautiful makeup, hair done, beautiful outfit. Meanwhile, I look like this. Um, where do you find the energy and why do you do all of this? So this is actually, this is exactly why I teach this because it is my core belief and my experience that you actually, in order to really step into like the confidence that you need to run a business and attract people into your life who need what you have, you have to feel a certain way. And when you feel that energy, when you literally put something on that helps you feel like really the most like badass version of yourself, your energy is just going to be so different throughout the day and how people experience you. But also like, I won't bore you with research, but there's so much research that shows that when you are wearing something you feel really good in that your focus increases, your productivity increases, but generally just the way that you feel. And when you are like a boss who wants to like get stuff done, you just want to feel that way. But even more than that, it's like, I, the way that I like to think about getting dressed is really like in, to be in alignment with my brand so that when people experience me, whether that's in person or online, that I'm always in alignment with that. And it's not like I'm waiting for some event or for, you know, a podcast or, you know, sometime where I'm going to be on camera to show up as like a different version of myself. I always want to be that version of myself because that actually also builds that brand memorability, credibility, when people just experience you in the same way and not just like when you have your, you know, costume on, so to speak. Okay. So you're kind of a little bit motivating me to get, but this is like literally, literally, this is my everyday look because in my mind, I'm like, whatever, this is what I look like. I feel like if I'm not leaving the house, if I'm not going anywhere, who cares? Even though like I'm here on a podcast looking a hot mess, but this is about you. This is about me. So I can look a hot mess and you look fabulous. Here's the thing though, but it's about how you feel. So if you're a person who like wearing that, you still feel that makes you feel good. Like that could be for some people, like it's part of their brand that like, they're just a lot more cash, you know? So it's really a matter of like, it doesn't have to be that you're like dressed up every day. I think everyone's version of dressed up is different and for me, I'm just always dressed, but it doesn't mean that I'm to me, like today I'm not dressed up. I'm just dressed. And so I think it's important that there to know, like there's a spectrum and it's that, you know, what your comfortability level is with what you're wearing during the day and knowing that it's not just the, the idea is that it doesn't become just a default to be in comfortable clothing. That can be a, you know, intentional decision. Um, and so I just think, I just think there's like a differentiation factor there. That's my default is comfortable clothing. So I think after this podcast, you're going to look more, I'm going to look more put together in the future. (laughs) What about time? Like in my mind, I'm like, oh, I could spend my time getting ready or I could spend my time like doing something else. But for you, it's just all about like self-care. So no, so to me, it's your, if you are literally putting on something that's not your pajamas, you're, let's just say you're stepping into a pair of, I don't know, joggers and a t-shirt, you're literally getting dressed. So I, I'm dressed. 
Yes, you're dressed, you see, but the idea is that it's not like a different amount of time that it's taking if you are someone who's filled your closet with pieces that you know all work for you, you know how to put them together, you have them, you know, pre-planned. You're by putting some investing some time up front into creating those outfits and creating a closet that kind of all works together, getting dressed is easy. And it, well, for it me, it's more the hair and makeup part of it. Yeah. So you can do a quick face, you know, you do a little quick face, you can wash your hair, blow dry it like on a Monday and then just use dry shampoo or curl it up. Yeah. Okay. I'm just being lazy, Julie. Like you're making perfect sense. I'm just being lazy. I love you. (laughs) And then I did box you the other day because I have gained a few pounds in the last few months. And I'm like, I really don't, I know what I need to do to lose it. Hell, we all do. It's just a matter of, do we want to eat that? And do we want to work out like that? And for me right now, it's a no. So I'm like, what do I keep and what do I throw away? Because there's so much that doesn't fit me anymore. So just for people listening, I want you to repeat what you told me. And then we will get into all of the things that you do to help people. Okay, amazing. So what I recommend is that, if, if you, let's just say, you know, I don't know, let's just call it, you just had a baby and you, you know, you haven't like lost the baby weight yet or your body's changed because, you know, you've yeah. gone through something recently and you're not at a weight that you're necessarily used to. And you have like, quote unquote, a, a goal weight that you're trying to get to. Now, the pieces that you have in your closet that are the smaller size that you absolutely love and that you are like, I, if I, if this fit me, I would definitely wear it because I love it keep those pieces, but just don't keep them in your closet in plain sight, depending on like literally what your space is like, you know, if you don't have a storage area to put it in, then just put it somewhere that's not in a clear container. That's like a box where you literally can't see it and just tuck it away somewhere because what you don't need is to walk into a closet every day. That's staring back at you as a reminder that you haven't yet reached your goal. It's just starting your day with like negative self-talk and, I feel, you know, so bad about myself. And the thing is, like, I think a lot of people think, oh, if I have smaller sizes in my closet, then it's going to be motivation for me Mm -hmm. to exercise when in reality, it really, it it really does the opposite. (laughs) It really is just a reminder that you aren't good enough the way that you are and that you need to do something to change. Um, And that's not the case. Um, So anyway, yes, I recommend tucking it away somewhere, the pieces that don't fit you right now, only keeping pieces in your closet that currently fit you and that you love on you. Okay. Love that. Now let's get into what you do. You have a program where you teach women. Do you teach men or is it mostly women? It's all women, all women. Okay. Sorry guys. Peace out. You have enough for you. Um, you call it what the chic method. Yeah, I call it, um, it's called chic. I actually just reinvented it to chic style school and, added a component that is specifically for entrepreneurs, influencers, uh, social sellers, anyone who has a brand that they share online to help them not only learn all the things that you need to know about like having style confidence, but really um, creating a style that's in alignment with your brand so that you create a brand that is memorable. What are the biggest mistakes you see people make when it comes to the way they look as it relates to what they do and just what the hell they keep in their closet? Cause I feel like just getting to know you, I was like, oh yeah, that is a mistake. I shouldn't do that. So what are these common mistakes you see people making? 
So the first mistake I see people making is that they don't think it matters. Like they literally just don't realize and they're like working on their website and, you know, all these assets and, you know, all these things that were taught in their funnels and all this stuff. But really at the end of the day, like your business and your brand is always going to evolve, but you are the face of your brand. Like you are always going to be the face of your business and you are the constant and you are the one who is actually bringing the energy to like attract those people into your world who, you know, you have that great value to give. And if you aren't taking a look at yourself and how you're showing up, then you can work on all the greatest, you know, marketing assets in the world. But if you're sort of hiding and not being that present in your business, that people need to see, then you're really missing out on so many opportunities and so many, you know, client sales conversions into your world because people just aren't experiencing like the core of, of you and your energy and your brand, which again is, is, is what you are. You're really the face of it. Um, and so that is, that is one of the biggest mistakes that, that I see people just, you know, putting it off and thinking it's not important in relation to business. So can you give me an example of how it's important for some, but like for you, it's obviously important because that's part of what you do. Like for me being in the media is important because that's what I do. And you need to practice what you preach, but for other people who are not in something like what you are in, why, like as somebody who's on the receiving or the, the, the end of like, okay, I'm looking at this person, they do online course stuff. They do Facebook stuff. They do website stuff, whatever it is. What kind of thoughts do you think maybe they're subconsciously going through my mind when I see this person, whether it be on their website, social media, whatever. So you are, people are making without realizing it subconsciously, we're actually making judgments and having perceptions about people based on literally what we see. So their nonverbal messaging. So what they're wearing, how they're standing, how they're, they're talking, the tone of their voice, once they do start talking and what you're wearing will influence all of it will influence how you feel, what you say, um, how you're literally showing up and really your, what you're wearing is a reflection of how you're feeling kind of like your environment, your space is like, you know, when you're like, your room is like really messy and you just like, you're like, yeah, because internally I just like feel like a mess right now. Well, really you're, what you're wearing for the day is no different. So because, you know, for better or for worse, like people are making judgments about us within three seconds of seeing us. And for women, we're, you know, judged more harshly. The thing is like, you can use that to your advantage. So for example, If, you know, I am finding someone online who's, I don't know, course creator, the way that they're presenting themselves tells me whether or not they're confident in what they're offering. (laughs) And if they aren't showing up or, you know, they show up to like a call, like I've had this where, you know, I've been in high level masterminds and, and, and the one of, you know, one of the coaches or something will show up to a call and like, just like really in like this, what, <laughs> well, the thing is, if I didn't, <laughs> I, here's the thing, it takes more time to build your credibility. So of course, 
for someone who's already in your world and they know you and they experience you, you already know that they know what they're talking about. But if that was the first time I was seeing them, I'd be like, this person's going to, I'm paying them, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to teach me when like, like, do they, you know, it's like they, you just, you, you make judgments about people based on what they're wearing. And I like to think of it like, you know, if you're going to like a doctor's office and some doctor is like going to be giving you surgery, it's the first time you're meeting them and they don't appear. And I know it's not necessarily like they're maybe wearing scrubs, let's just say, but still the way that they are, like their body language, all of it, if they have bad bedside manner, I don't care if they're a great doctor. Like I don't want them doing surgery on me if they're not exuding that confidence. And for someone who is getting dressed every day, whether you're a teacher or a doctor or a business owner, people need to have that impression of you that you have that confidence because people are attracted to that confidence. I got literally, I was going through my DMs this morning, responding from yesterday. I had three different messages of people saying that they have noticed a shift in my style and in my confidence and that I should change the name of my program to glow because I'm glowing I mean, people stop and they'll actually start to notice. So, um, I think that it's a tool that you can use that. I think you just have to sometimes like work harder to get to, you know, if, if you're not really paying attention, you just have to work harder. Like for example, um, like, uh, Steve jobs, like he can wear a sweatshirt every day now. Do you know what I mean? Like that's now part of his brand, but he's taken a long time to establish that he, you know, has built this this, this empire. Now he can do whatever he wants. Oprah can wear whatever she wants now. Um, But I think especially like as you're, you're developing and evolving, it's, it's important for your own self image because that is what's reflected on other people. And that is what they're going to be attracted to. I love that. And I love how you like always bring it back to Yes, it's how you look to other people, but it's also for you, like how you feel because when you, cause I will say like when I do my hair and makeup and I get dressed, I do feel like more confident for me. It's honestly just a laziness thing. Like it's just easier for me to roll out of bed, do this top situation, just do my skincare and no makeup. Cause I am all about the skincare. I'll do the skincare, but then I don't do makeup. But just like be in my comfies all day. But I do notice a difference when I get, when I like get ready, get ready. Knowing you now, I have to say that I do believe you have like just more innate confidence than the average woman does. And I never did. So for me, it's been like a work, like it's taken me years of now what I teach. Like literally it's why I shaped my whole program the way that I have because like, even when I used to show up online, like I would, oh my gosh, when I first started like sharing on social media, I would share like half my face. Like I, like I literally just was hiding and that is what I see from people. But you know, it's so interesting because like, you know, that you feel the difference when you actually do it. It's just a matter of like, when you do that, imagine you did that day after day after day and felt really good day after day slowly you would start to one shift your self-image the way that you actually see yourself. And over time, like you look back and you're like, wow. And that's how I feel now, even just over this last six months where I've done a major up level, like you almost don't recognize yourself because you feel like you've like stepped into a new version of you that's opened you up to just so much more. And I think like not getting dressed is it's a habit. 
you know, it's default, it's automatic. A habit is something that we do automatically. So, you know, getting dressed, right. Quote unquote for me is just something I do. Like, it's not even a question. Like it's just something I do because it's become a habit. And so I think when you're not getting dressed, it's because it's a default because that's your habit. And interestingly enough in my program, I know it's like a style-based program, but I teach about how to develop new habits because I believe that is a cornerstone in really creating a new self-image and literally what you step into every day to help you sort of reinforce that. And in turn, that's going to, I always start with like, how do you want to feel? Because how you feel is how other people are going to perceive you as well. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I think that, I think that it's just something like habits take time to build and they also take time to break because it can become uncomfortable because like, if you're like, okay, I'm going to go now tomorrow, I'm going to get dressed. Like sometimes like you, when you're building a new habit, you feel so great that first day, yeah. but then it feels kind of hard and your comfort zone doesn't like that. And so you're like, I just need to just do what I'm used to. And that's just your comfort zone, keeping you safe. And so when people say, oh, I, that's too hard, I can't stick to that. It's really that you just aren't used to pushing yourself through the resistance to create a new habit. And ultimately our habits are what will sort of dictate our days, which then dictates your life. So I'm like, a, I'm like a habit nerd, if you can't tell, um, but so much of, of style relates back to habits and building habits. In the show notes, I'm going to link to a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Have you read it? Yeah. So good. It's of so course, good. I have notes all over it. Oh my God. It's so freaking good. Okay. Do you ever have like lazy days though? Where you just like, don't, I don't want to say don't get ready, but were you just like hair like this, no makeup, or you just like whatever. So there are definitely, there are there, hesitating there, like crazy. <laughs> they're very far between, but I, I feel, I do feel that some days like are meant to just, you're meant to just be like, if you're having a down day, like yeah. my daughter just went to sleepaway camp for the first time last week. And like, my face was puffy from crying so much. And oh, I was just man. having a day where I didn't want to be seen. Like I didn't want, I wanted to just like feel all my feels. And I do think there's a time and place for that, but I do, you know, I, I, I think that having a, you can have a lazy day, but still feel good. Like I always think like, even if I'm having a lazy day, I'm still with, I'm still the one looking at myself in the, in the mirror and, and, and feeling, um, you know, creating the feelings that I want to feel about myself. And, um, you know, I always think like, also if someone just like showed up at my door, I haven't seen in a while, like what I want to hide, what I like not want to open the door. I think about that too. Like, yeah. So you, so it's like, it's not that you're getting dressed for other people. It's, it's so that you can feel how you want to feel so that you don't want to hide from other people. So it actually just opens, opens you up. Yeah. Okay. Let's switch gears to the closet. Yes. Um, one of the mistakes that I realized I was making after I started consuming some of your content, you actually helped me with a blog post on my lifestyle blog at Christina all day on how to create a minimalist capsule wardrobe. Yes. And the capsule wardrobe was something new to me. And now it's like, I know I don't need to go shopping. I have way too much in my closet, but it almost like makes me want to go shopping so I can start a capsule wardrobe from scratch because I do have too much stuff and it's not quality. Mm -hmm. And I want you to talk about 
the mistakes people are making when it comes to shopping and what's in their closet and how they can fix it? Ooh, I could do a whole, I could do a whole day on this. Um, so (laughs) here's the thing, Amazon culture and the Mm. world has made it very, very easy to swipe up to shop and you, you want that instant gratification. And that's how we are now. And for some people, you know, it's like filling a void for some people. It's just, oh my gosh, I had nothing to wear. I, I was so frustrated when I got dressed this morning. So this will fix it. Let me swipe up on this cute dress that, you know, is $10 from Target. But the problem is that this impulse shopping culture, it's like when you, I think a big mistake is that women don't understand first, one, what their style is don't have a foundation or a vision or a plan for what to fill their closets with. And so they're going shopping as if they're, you know, going grocery shopping when you're hungry and you come home with like aisle four, right. Where it's Mm -hmm. like, there's no plan. It's just like what felt good at the time or what looked good on someone else or like in a grocery store, Oh, this looks good right now because like my stomach's grumbling, but like having that kind of ice cream, you know, all in one sitting probably in the long run, wasn't, wasn't so good for me. I wish I had gone into the grocery store with more of a strategy or a plan. And it's really no different for your closet. So the first thing is having like a strategy and a plan and really a vision for what you want your style to be. And then from there, having an understanding of what actually works for your body and how to put it together. And when you don't have all those pieces, when you're just like impulse shopping, you, you think that having more is going to fix the problem of having nothing to wear when what you're really missing is building from a strong foundation. And so you're buying more, but you don't, you're not quite sure. So you're like, I don't really want to spend a lot. Right. But think about it like this. Like if you're spending $10 on a target dress, like you're probably going to get like just a few wears out of it before one, it looks crappy. And two, you just like probably don't necessarily feel super good in it. And you're not going to take care of it the way that you would. It's like, if you have a designer bag, you're probably taking care of that and like way more careful with it than you are with like, you know, a $20 thing you grabbed on, on Amazon. And it's because of, Um, you know, when you, the more you put into something, the more that you take care of it. And so I think that intentional shopping habits really require knowing a lot (laughs) up front. And, and of course that's, you know, all the things that I, that I teach women in my program and it's crazy, like as a result, the amount of money that they save when investing in better quality things and like being more obsessed with their style and having more outfits to wear than ever. It's, because they actually stop, learn, and create from a strong foundation with an actual plan. And you do a good job of helping people. Like you say, you save more when you invest in better quality things because you don't need as much. And you teach people how to shop where you can take like these five high quality things and turn them into 15 completely different looks to wear at different times. And that's kind of like what a minimalist capsule wardrobe is, right? Yeah. So here's the thing you can have like, like I'm personally not a minimalist. And the thing though, about a capsule wardrobe, the coolest thing about it is you can have, you know, 20 pieces, or you could build on that and have, you know, a thousand pieces, but as long as they are 
built strategically, you're going to be able to create multiple outfits, the more and more that you have. So you could do this as a minimalist or with a minimalist wardrobe with fewer items. You could also build on that. Like I, you know, shop and I teach what's called outfit modules, where I teach you exactly what should be in each module that makes up a capsule wardrobe. And you can have one module of, you know, clothing items that all work together, or you could have 25. It's really, up, you know, it depends on what your, what your lifestyle is, but here's the thing. It's like, when I feel like I'm using all these food analogies and I don't even cook, but it's like, you know, when you have, you don't have a lot in your, in your fridge, it's almost like you'll get more creative with what you make for dinner. Cause like, you Mm. just have to make do with what you have. You don't have time to go out. Same thing happens. You get more creative, the less you have in your closet, because it's almost like you're forced to get more creative when you have too many options. It's like decision fatigue and you you're spending so much, like you're talking about time getting ready the amount of time that women are spending right now on like making all the decisions about like, what do I wear this with? And oh my gosh, I don't like the way this looks and changing a hundred times. It's often because they don't have the right pieces in their closet and they have too many of them. So they're actually too many choices, but not necessarily the ones that all fit together. No, that makes sense. That's why I, I watched a documentary about Costco. And that's one of the reasons Costco is so successful because they don't give you a lot of options. Like if you want something, it's like you get two brands, you pick A or B and that's it. And they don't give you a lot of options. So it makes it easy for yes. the person. So what do we need to be asking ourselves before we purchase something so we can clear out our closet and stop just adding to it? So before we buy yeah. something, if we are doom scrolling on Amazon, what do we ask ourselves? Okay. So you want to ask yourself a number of questions. Does this fit my style? Could I see myself wearing this a year from now? Right. So, you know, does it sort of serve your long-term vision for yourself? And if you are a business owner or have a brand online, like, is this in line with my brand and how I want to feel and how I want to be perceived? Um, How many ways can I wear this? And what do I currently own that I can pair this with? If you can think of three things that you can currently pair it with, that's amazing. If you can't think of anything or you can just think of one, what's probably going to happen is you're going to end up buying something else as a result to pair it with. So then you're just like, you know, you're, you're building on your shopping. Um, does it work for my body? How does it make me feel? Is it a color that, you know, represents me that resonates with me? Um, and do, you know, I think the the biggest thing is like, do I love, do I love this? (laughs) Because if you feel just okay about it and you're just making it work, then you're going to end up with a closet of things that you don't want to put on because you're just trying to make them work as opposed to filling your closet with hell yeses. Like this is such a hell yes. I'm so excited to wear it. I want to wear it three times this week. Imagine if your whole closet was filled with those, getting dressed would start to feel fine instead of like a chore. And I feel like these are questions we can ask ourselves now when we go into our closet and we need to clean out our closet. How often do you think people should go through their closet and ask themselves these questions and clear stuff out? So I like to do it seasonally, but like, you know, if you're going through like a big reinvention or like an up level, like I just went through like a big like style up level. And honestly, like it's an evolution. I'm still going through it. So every new season now I am relooking at like, what is my style vision? What is my brand vision? You know, what is, you know, what I look to the future. And so I like to do it 
at least, I mean, if I really suggest people sort of establish this style vision at least once a year, because every year you're, you know, you're definitely going to grow and change. But every season when you're cleaning out, moving things around, putting things, you know, closer to you that you can see that are seasonal, um, it's, it's, it's really, you know, looking at those times, because that's a great time to just clean out and sort of start fresh based on not only like who you are right now, but who like the kind of like the person that you want to step into and what the version, that version of you wears. I love that. Okay. You're totally changing my mindset. I feel like I need to go put makeup on when we're done with this conversation, make this thing. You're beautiful without it. So I just also want people to know, like, this isn't about no, but it's the way I feel. I do feel different with makeup on. Like when I do makeup, I do hundred percent feel different. So I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And people I'm going to still use the filters on Instagram because I like them. If they're there, I'm going to freaking use them. Do you girl, you do you. Yeah. Like, come on. Okay. I love this. I love everything that you've said. I want to send people, I'm linking to your website, juliekraus.com in the show notes, as well as your Instagram and your TikTok. People, if you are not watching her reels on Instagram, you are missing out on so much goodness. I'm going to link to all of that in the show notes. Is there anything else you want to add that I should have asked um, before we say goodbye? Oh gosh, there's just, there's so much, but um, I, <laughs> I, I, I just, I just want people to know that like, you can make the decision to reinvent like your style and your closet and how you feel at any time. And it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. I think people think, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to spend so much guaranteed. You already have what you need hiding in your closet. It's just a matter of making it a priority because you deserve to step into feeling good every day. Right. And and it impacts us as moms for those of us who are also moms and what our kids are seeing from us and it impacts, you know, work and your relationships and people, you know, really start to notice when you have that shift. And I just want anyone listening to know that you really can, you can take control of that at any time. I love that. I feel like this is like all those questions that we went through. I feel like it's a good exercise to go through with your kids too, because like when my kids are getting ready, and I'm like, okay, Juliana, what about this? And she'll have an excuse on why she doesn't like it or why she doesn't want to wear it. And I'm like, then why the hell is it in here taking up space? So I feel yeah. like going through and having your child, like, is this your style still? Because good God, we know their style changes like crazy when they're young. Is this your style? Do you, um, does it still fit you? Cause they grow like crazy. How do you make you feel? How does it make you feel? Do you love it? All of that. So I might do that with my kids. Yeah, and it also, that's a way for them also to like express their individuality and creativity. And I never like side note for moms. I don't comment. Like if I like my daughter will put together outfits and I'm just like, Oh my God, <laughs> hold your breath, hold your breath. Because I never, I always say, Oh my goodness, how creative that is. Or I love how that expresses, you know, I love how that expresses your personality. I don't try to comment on like their physical appearance, but more right. like the, the mental part of it. And then it really gives them permission to like, you know, step into whatever they want to, as they figure out, you know, who they are and all those kinds of things. And that's something that I, you know, I would always just do what I saw everyone else doing and never really until my later life figure that out. Um, and so I think that is a really important like lesson for moms and kids. I love that. I love that so much. Okay. Julie, you're amazing. So good seeing your pretty face next time I'm on a podcast. I'm going to look a lot better than I look right now. You just, you just cracked me up. I just love you. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. I would really appreciate it.